Okay, we're starting with a joke today. It's really funny. So I don't know if everyone knows, but we record in my closet because it's soundproof. You know, it just it's sounds perfect. better. It's so good. We're surrounded by fuzzy things because really I only <laughs> I only wear like fuzzy vests and jackets because I'm weird. And today Alyssa goes, it's really funny because we are actually back in the closet. <laughs> All right, that's my joke. I promise I won't quit my day job. Anyway, hi, I'm Alyssa, and I'm a personal trainer. And I'm Alyssa, I'm a therapist. And together we talk about the mind, the body, and how it's It's all all one thing. Blooming Bisexuals here to bring you a nuanced, body-positive, pro-mental wellness approach to the topics you know and love. And today we're going to talk about getting unthawed because it's kind of warm in LA right now and we just got out of a pretty heavy friendo convo and unthawed was a pretty big theme in that. So we wanted to bring it to you today and talk all about the mind and the body and all the good things that it encompasses which definitely includes how we are in our friendships and i love that we're talking about our friendships <laughs> on a podcast that we make with our friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um to give like the briefest backstory that we could possibly give about the friend conversation we just had um so I am someone who has well first of all I'm very introverted Alyssa C is very extroverted you might like on the surface be like okay yeah I like get the dynamic the problem is as an introvert I also didn't have friends for like the first four and a half years living in LA which was very challenging (laughs) and every day I just said to myself oh my god if I could just have one friend (laughs) However, the thing that we forget about finally getting what we want is that it's not necessarily always like smooth sailing after that. So I had like to keep myself safe and warm and cozy, had gone into my little cocoon for four and a half years. Um, I was safe and cozy at home with my partner, with our little routine, with our cat Samuel, obviously. And then friends, the thing I wanted. However, the thing I also really, really clung to, clung to, clung, is clung a word? Let's make it a word. Yeah. Okay, great. Is the thing that had kept me safe for four and a half years of isolation. And that was sticking to our routine, sticking to home, sticking with my partner, all of these things. And then I am a friend with Alyssa, who's like, hey, let's do things. And I am confronted with things that I haven't had to be confronted with by by in a really long time. One of those things being, I am pretty rigid in my planning. And um, I, (laughs) Alyssa and I decided that there's a theme of um, need for control in my planning, um, which (laughs) that doesn't sound like me at all. (laughs) It does, it very much does. Um, But, I have been having a really hard time being like, oh, wait, like 
I wanted to have friends. I wanted to get outside of the like four walls that were closing in on me in my apartment. And now that I have the opportunity, I have sort of forgotten how to do this. Like I'm, I feel kind of frozen. And now I'm like realizing like, oh, some of this is hard because I'm still like a little bit frozen. I'm like a little mushy on the outside, right? I'm getting unthawed, but it's it's actually <laughs> harder than I remember. And unfortunately for Alyssa C, that means it's kind of challenging being my friend. So we were able to do a lot of good discussion today before recording. And um, it actually took so long that we were like, oh shit, we need to record an episode. <laughs> Um, but it was really helpful to be able to dive into some of these things. And I think we don't, we don't always invest in those sorts of dialogues with our friends. Like we think about it with our romantic partnerships all the time, but we forget that those deep conversations are also needed in our friendships to move them forward and to address any underlying problems. Um, but yeah, it was a doozy. (laughs) And why it's relevant to our conversation here is because it not only carries the same theme, no matter what you want to accomplish. So if that's moving with your body or starting strength training, like you can want that, but there's always some steps from A to B that needs to happen before you actually do it. So you have that want and then you could have someone, you know, in your life who's like, "Ooh, let's do this XYZ. Let's take this class. Let's do this. Let's do that. But can, there's, there can sometimes be fear that isn't addressed necessarily with that want. And so having those conversations in our heads and our emotional states can absolutely impact our bodies as well. And so I think that's what we really experienced today in our friendship, which is how that conversation, despite it being really challenging, helps us get to the goal of feeling more free, less controlled, and able to have more fun and have more freedom, which is ultimately what we want in our minds to feel comfortable. And also the ultimate goal of strength training is to have more freedom in our bodies. Yeah. And I think that idea of like freedom and even like the fluidity we've talked about before, that that, even if that's what we want, it can be really hard to get there. And I think, um, you know, if, if you're struggling with like, oh, this is a thing that I want, why can't I just do it? You know, it's because there there are there maybe there are steps in between. Like maybe you need to like make the steps smaller to say, okay, this is a thing that I want. And how can I get there maybe with like some slightly more baby steps so that it feels more accessible, uh, but still keeping an eye on the prize, right? And that can be true, yeah, with the, the work we do in our bodies, in our minds, in our relationships. And I think even like you were talking about the, the connection, like we have these, um, like we have these thoughts, these feelings that are, you know, swirling in our brains, but the the impact on our bodies, like even, even as she and I were talking earlier, like I was trying to describe some of the ways that I can feel. And I was like using my body to like try to explain this like closing in feeling. And, um, you know, I think it's such a good, again, like a good reminder of our bodies are experiencing things with us all the time. And so, even when you're having these like 
more cognitive dialogues to think to just like check in and be like well what is my body feeling during this and is it feeling stuck is it feeling you know controlled or whatever and like what do I need to do to be able to feel a little freer because I think the the more free and strong we feel in our bodies the more accessible the inner work is going to feel and that safety too comes with time because I feel like a few years ago I wouldn't have been able to have the same conversation that I had with you today and feeling safe in my body after all of the things that I've been through has taken a lot of work and that work originally started with proving to myself that I can do hard things through strength training so like showing up and doing the work and also after all the things happened learning that I can still slow down and still put in the work at the same time so despite that work changing I was still able to show up and prove to myself that I was. So after that proving, coming to this conversation and knowing that, you know, you are not going to hate me forever if I'm like, hey, what you're doing is challenging for me. And showing up and saying that felt really great because there's been other situations and friendships where you try to have those and it turns into a massive fight and then a breakup and friendship and two I don't think we talk enough about how those friendship breakups can be so hurtful like we talk about romantic breakups all the time but depending on kind of your situation with if you have a partner or not those friendship breakups can feel just as intense or maybe even more intense sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that comes back to, too, having people around you who very much are interested in having those conversations and also interested in heading in the same direction of that openness and that awareness of your body and your mind so that way you can create your own safety. Yeah, one, and you even talking about how sometimes this doesn't go well in friendships it can make it feel really scary to try it in in relationships where you can kind of know that there's a sense of safety but to be able to really feel that in the body kind of takes jumping in and and just like practicing that trust in the other person in the relationship to believe that a a, a sense of safety will continue to be cultivated even when there are challenges and I think that's the same as the work we do with our bodies, with our inner work of, you know, it's like it it will feel crunchy sometimes, <laughs> like it won't always feel smooth. And that's actually a part of it. It's not like you're doing anything wrong if like, you know, conflict comes up or just like pain comes up or whatever. It's It's information. It is sometimes even a catalyst for continued progress. Like you know, even with us today, being able to have this conversation, of course, we'd prefer that everything just felt smooth. But because something came up to have us have this difficult conversation, it actually is going to be helpful for the relationship moving forward. And, you know, that's just like the hard work that we do in other areas of our lives, too, where, you know, we don't need to be like thankful for for the pain or the or the hardship. Right. And also, 
it can help us get to the next phase, get to the next step of where we want to be going. Um, but, you know, again, like when when we've not experienced that going well, it can be really scary to keep trusting and keep trying. I love how you brought up the trust aspect because that happens a lot when we have, in my experience, when past clients have had trainers or coaches that push them in a direction of either diet culture, like talking just about weight loss alone or just building for aesthetics or something that doesn't necessarily align with their goals or their values. It can be really hard to trust a new trainer who's like, we're going to work through how does your body feel? What is this feeling like? How can this make you feel better? Even though they're saying those things, your subconscious can still feel a level of mistrust that just takes time to work through and ease into. That's so similar to people who come to me where they've had negative past therapy experiences. It's it's frustrating, I think, I'm assuming for both of us to like be in these professions and like understand the reality that like there's going to be different levels of care and you know um yeah trust and you know ethical behavior that that happens because it's it's people doing this work right and also super fucking frustrating to you know have these lovely clients come to us and have been harmed by people also in our profession and and yeah it's you know i mean kind of going back to what you were saying at the beginning of you know we can get the things we want but sometimes that can also feel scary and it's sort of like, you know, we can get, like, finally land on the trainer that actually aligns with our values or, you know, land on the therapist who, you know, actually will, you know, not cause harm. Um, but it that can al- almost feel like a different kind of unnerving to be like, oh, okay, so, so now I'm, so now I'm safe. Oh, okay. Like, it's like, you don't know what to do with it exactly. So I think, you know, it can take time to build that trust. But then even when you do build build that trust, there's like that next phase of, oh, now I have this like deep relationship with this practitioner. There's like extra new things that come with with that. And, you know, it, it doesn't mean that this work is always hard, right? I feel like sometimes we we highlight the things that can't be more challenging because we don't you to don't want you to feel alone in that. Um, it doesn't always feel terrifying and <laughs> all of that, but it is important to recognize that even when you get with the practitioners that really hear you, it can, yeah, it can be unnerving sometimes. And I just want to put out the caveat that sometimes when that harm happens from other practitioners, it's not done purposely. Sometimes the values just don't align and then that's where that comes from. And I think you're bringing up the topic of just being perceived generally which can be really hard if you come from a background where you know wasn't exactly the most nurturing I know that for me I'm definitely working on being perceived a little bit more and yeah everything in my life is really obviously through movement but now adding in that emotional and mental aspect to not only believing that my body can handle something because after being through the near-death experience and living through a traumatic divorce and, you know, believing that I can strength train and actually doing it and lifting heavy things, 
all of these things have helped me believe in my body and now I'm getting to experience how I can also be perceived which is more of that emotional side of things I love that the strength that you feel in your body allows you to do those things like it's in because you know because because it's all one thing um (laughs) it's gotta be it's gotta be the least I know I feel like we've missed a couple episodes you know (laughs) anyway um no but I think like you know it's it's important looking at the different things that can help us um feel a little more capable in the things that do still feel stickier so you know if you have been able to experience more strength in your body how does that translate to trusting your ability to do hard things in the mind in the body mind right um and and kind of in in reverse as well like if you've been doing a lot of inner work how can you use that to trust that you can you know learn something new with your body and you know like look look at like how trust lives in your body differently now that you've done this inner work um it's funny sometimes (laughs) sometimes I'll just this is like such a stupid example but sometimes I will like you know especially if my body just like is feeling stuck from sitting too long and I'll just like get up and do like 15 squats or something just to like activate myself and I swear to god like afterward I'm like I can take on the world and it, I, I did 15 fucking squats like that's it but there's something about feeling stronger in your body and that translating to feeling more capable in the world and and that is not to say like I I think um I don't think I've said this before but like we're not here to say that a particular kind of body is what makes you able to like do these things like I think sometimes sometimes talking about the body it can become ableist and like a certain kind of strength or look or ability or anything this is super individual to you of what does it mean to feel into your body to feel strong in your body that can mean whatever the fuck for you Um, and with that caveat I do think that being able to access what that feels like to feel your body and to feel stronger really does make a difference in just your everyday life agreed (laughs) (laughs) that's you know that's just the, the little reason why I've just you know (laughs) dedicated you know my entire life to teaching it thank you I'm so glad you're the one who said it though that brings me so much joy I'm just sitting here like uh Alyssa see I know you've never heard this before but did you know feeling strong in your body makes such a difference to your spirit wait what wait strength training can help oh my gosh oh my gosh someone get the Instagram live ready Oh my gosh. I'm I'm dropping dropping truth truth but bo- I say truth bombs. I don't I don't know if I want to say bombs in here. Truth yeah. truth bursts. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm I'm over this. Anyway. <laughs> uh yeah. But as as much as um Alyssa C knows this and has known this for a while. I think I've known it like I don't know in different pieces of my life but I think the more the more body work that I've done in my own life over the last I don't know maybe like 10 years 
it it really is amazing and i think i mean it does come back to and so sorry for the cringe but like it's why we named the podcast it's all one thing right because this this idea of it it's just it's not connected it just is right this is us and so you know even if um you know if you're dealing with you know a, a challenging conversation in your life check in with your body right and say like how is my body feeling could i access it differently do i need to like move do i need to do some squats like whatever just to like feel the fullness of yourself because i think that allows you to really come into you know a hard conversation or work situation or whatever just with with more fullness of yourself you know and it's kind of wild too how all those emotions can get stuck in your body so actually moving after can continue and finish the stress cycle so that way it's just out of your body because i know as we were having that conversation i have been practicing in therapy like feeling what that feels like and so i knew not to be too nervous about my body like feeling buzzy but there were times where when I said something that could be triggering to either of us that it like I started feeling that fight or flight in my body a bit oh yeah that like fucking adrenaline yeah like even even in the safest of dynamics you know it and I think it's important that that we were able to just take note of it and it not feel like you know it's okay to like not want it around right like I want to just be like cool and calm the whole time and noticing that adrenaline that fight or flight and just like noticing it right you know what it is it doesn't have to mean anything except that you're feeling a lot of things right like it it doesn't it's not like bad it it's information about where your body is at and the intensity of the conversation so yeah I think I think being able to um to to just like check in is is really helpful and we often don't have, we often don't give ourselves space to do that in in those challenging conversations. So even just like remembering that you can take a breath, you can pause, you can do a quick body scan, you know. Um, yeah, and I think like even, I think that allowed us to even um, use different, um, like different illustrations as we were talking, like even the idea that you mentioned earlier of like unthawing. And like that being so descriptive of, we, we use it in a, in a couple different senses, um, but like we can feel that in our bodies, right? Like we can feel like we're, we were talking about our emotional states, but it's like a physical sensation of like, I can feel myself unthawing, right? And so even being able to like be in your body more allows you to more deeply express yourself too, because you can, you can like use more creativity and how you talk about what it is that you're thinking and feeling. Which requires a level of vulnerability, just like it does to start lifting again, to believe in yourself that you can do these hard things. So thanks for going on this ride with us <laughs> <laughs> and hearing about our intimate conversation together. <laughs> We actually had another topic idea, and this just is, like, where we landed, and I feel really good about it. Yeah. 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 I th- yeah. Because it was another example of exactly how the body and the mind are so connected and how movement can help us work through that and also how it can be 
how it can take a level of vulnerability and trust to dig deeper in order to get to the place where we want to be. Like, how do we take that next step? And often that requires you to work through a little bit of fear. And the hope is that you have people around you and hopefully you can use this podcast as proof and as a little bit of support to go into those mildly scary situations. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.